Good evening and welcome to the Daughters of Destiny meeting. Um, this is our very first live stream, so we would like to extend a warm welcome to those of you who are not local and who are joining us for the first time. It is so exciting and we are very excited and happy to have yes, this yes, opportunity yes. to share with you, to invite you into the living room. And um, we invite you to ask questions. Our meetings here are very conversational. So I might be in the middle of a statement. And if you have a question or even a comment, feel free. Please put it in the chat, yeah. whether you're on Facebook or on our website. We invite you to participate. Participation is very important to us, and it is not a one-man show here at the Daughters of Destiny. So we invite you to participate and be a part, and we welcome you. Thank you for tuning in. And this is Jenny Kerner, for those of you hello, who don't hello. know her. Is your mic working? I think it can. Can, can you okay. hear me? Okay, yes. Oh, perfect. So this is Jenny, and together we um, lead the Daughters of Destiny, and we have several activities um, that we commonly have, but we don't right now because of COVID. But when we do enter back into the book club and the different things, we will make those also available to you online. So you can live stream any event that we have. We want you to feel a part of our ladies ministry. Yes, amen. And we welcome you tonight. We thank you. So we're going to start with prayer, if that's okay. And uh, Jenny, why don't you lead us? Okay. Um, Father, uh, I just want to join together with Kim and those that are here in house with us running sound. I bless them. I honor them for their time. I honor them for their positioning, their function. Um, and I speak to anyone, anyone and everyone that is watching tonight. Um, and I just declare over each and every one of you that you are ready for what is going to be delivered tonight and what is going to be released. Yeah. It is just for you wherever you are. It doesn't matter um, if you're sitting with others or if you're sitting alone. Um, I speak over you and lift my voice over you right now that uh, you have ears to hear, you have eyes that see clearly, and you have a heart that is ready to receive all that the Father has for you in the next hour. Um, I just declare that you will receive every word. Um, and Father, we honor and we glorify you. We honor you for this opportunity. We honor you for the responsibility. We honor you and thank you for the magnitude of what you trust us with. Um, and we speak back to you. We declare back to you that we will be faithful over what we have been given. Um, so we honor you and we glorify you, Yahweh. And in that, I say amen and to the king. To the king. Amen. So my husband is the senior minister here at the Rock of Central Florida, and he has been leading us through these pathways of series. And one of them is called the until. And some of you are familiar with that term. And those of you who might be new tonight are not familiar with the until series. We encourage you, go back to the yes, website. Yes. Look, they're all recorded there. Take a listen to the Until series. That will cause what is released tonight to make more sense. Right now, he has just finished a series called The Do-Over. The Do-Over, it didn't last long enough for me. I was, I was not done we with The Do-Over. We needed we more. We needed more Do-Over. And, um, and so when he announced that this Sunday he's starting something else, I um, really sought the Father to begin to solidify 
the do-over in Kim Parker, in the church of Kim Parker. I wanted to make sure that I had received every part of the do-over. I felt like it was incredibly important, but I didn't understand until this past Saturday, which is my portion, my overflow tonight that I want to share with you. But before I get there, I want to discuss the do-over and maybe bring some understanding to what that might mean for those of you who are not familiar with our house and this is your first time, or for those of you who are and you might need to be reminded or rehearse what that means. So I wanted Jenny to share. She recently had an opportunity to do over and it brought some amazing fruit in her life. And so I've asked her tonight to share that with us. Okay. Um, so uh, about two weeks ago, Steve Parker, again, who is the visionary of this house, he began to release a word um, uh, called the do-over. Um, and like Kim said, um, you can easily go to the website. Um, you're probably there right now if you're seeing this, but if you're not and you're on Facebook, um, you just go to the Rock website and you can watch all of the past videos, past services, past series. Um, so this particular series lasted two weeks. Um, and the first week that he began to share about the do-over, um, he actually shared a, a testimony of his own about a particular table he was trying to make for Kim. Um, and it didn't go so well, so he got a do-over and he did it again and it went really great. Um, coincidentally, I was sitting sort of towards the back that, uh, that morning, and as he began to speak, uh, my thought was, oh no, I think I have a do-over. And uh, I just sort of like cringed all by myself. And um, I thought, oh no, I don't know if I want to do this. And uh, what was happening was at my home, uh, during this time, we have been given the gift of time. And so I have been trying to utilize it um, in every area. And in this particular case, I was refinishing some furniture. I had just finished a piano. Um, it turned out beautifully. My next task was a bookcase. And I thought, oh, I can, I can do this. I can do this. And uh, Kim had been working on something, and it was just turning out beautifully. And I thought, oh, I'm making a draw, and I want to do that. So I began, and I started to refinish this bookcase. And uh, I, I tried to follow all the instructions. I, and, and the thing was, my intent and my procedure, my method that I was going about refinishing this bookcase, the intent and the procedure were pure. I was pure of heart. I was trying to do everything just the way you would. Um, and I think that that intent of your heart, that clean hands and pure heart, I think that is a very big key yeah. to the do-over. Um, but so I, I began to do this piece of furniture. I didn't get very, too far along. I had the whole thing painted. And I realized this is not what I was wanting. This, this isn't going to turn out in the end the way I wanted it to. And so as he was speaking that first Sunday on the do-over, I thought, oh, no. And so I sort of stepped away for a day or two. I just, you know how that is. You're just like, oh, the disappointment is there, and you just need to breathe for a minute. And, um, and in that time, uh, Holy Spirit spoke to me and confirmed a, a thought I'd had. And uh, I was like, oh, that's confirmation. I have to do a do-over. And so I said, okay. And I set myself, I said, all right, I am going to do this. And I knew I could have very easily continued on. I could have continued with what I had done. I could have left it the way it was. I could have finished it in that way 
And it would have looked great. People probably would have thought it looked amazing. They would have come into my home and said it was beautiful, great job. They wouldn't have thought a thing of it. But in my heart, I knew I would always know that was not what was intended. And I wasn't okay with that. I wasn't willing to settle for that. And so I went to town and I sanded and it was, it hurt. My fingers hurt by the end of the task. My muscles, my shoulders were hurting. My back was hurting. My neck was hurting. Um, and I kept on. I, kept, I had to take a lot of breaks towards the end, but I just kept on and I was scrubbing and I was washing it off with water and I was sanding it down and getting everything that had been done off. And when it was done, it actually, so I have it back to this piece of furniture now. It looked worse than you could possibly imagine. It looked like something you might see laying by the side of the road. And, um, and I looked at it, and in my heart I thought, oh, I hope in my zeal to get this right, I hope I haven't just damaged this thing beyond all repair. And, um, but again, my intent was right. And so I just trusted what I knew. And you think, oh, it's just a piece of furniture. You're talking about a piece of furniture. But this applies in every area. When you can take something like this and this experience that you have had with the Father to a piece of furniture, and then you apply it practically in everyday things, all of a sudden you are strengthened and empowered, and you have this liberty that you know, you know what? I know I've heard correctly, and I know the end result can be what I know the end result can be. And so I began to repaint, and I sanded, and I repainted, and I sealed it, and I was patient. I took my time, um, and I began to distress it. And this was where um, the joy really came in with this was as I began to get to those final steps and I was towards the end, it began to have this aged vintage beauty to it. Um, and it was exactly what I wanted. It looked dimensional and you could see all the layers and you could see all the parts and pieces and the color was coming through. And it was everything that I knew in my heart that it could be. I knew that if I would just apply what I knew was right and I was willing to do the do over, I knew that I could get there, and um, and I did. And so now I sit in that room. I've sat in that room every day now, and I just gaze because as I look at it, it's not now just a piece of furniture that, oh, I've, I've refinished that. I've repainted that. It's something I look at, and every time I look at it, I'm reminded that was a do-over. It was an opportunity that I took hold of, that I laid hold of. I put my very hand on it, and I, it's mine. That do-over is mine, and it can never be taken away. It can never be taken from me. That do-over is a constant reminder, and the thing is, during that time, it took about an extra week longer to finish that particular piece. Um, but in that time, Holy Spirit began to speak to me um, things I would not have heard had I just continued on. And I would have been done much faster. It would have looked okay, but I would have never had that time with the Father that the do-over gave to me. Um, and it marked me. And the thing is, it, that moment in time will forever be a marker in my life of what a do-over can do. So when the next one comes along, if another one comes along, I won't be afraid of it. I, it won't make me nervous. I won't be fearful of it. Um, I won't think, oh, it would just be easier to do. That's not really my personality anyway. But, you know, sometimes you just think, oh, 
I could just, I could just do this and it would be done and it would be over and it's okay. No one would even know, but I would always know. So I encourage you with that. I encourage you to do the do over when it presents itself to you, grab it with both hands, press into it with joy, press into it with delight. Um, use that time to commune with the father. Um, and it will be to your benefit. It truly is for you. Um, and again, go listen to the word, the do over, um, on the website. You'll be glad that you did. That's right. So the do-over is actually a pathway. The do-over is necessary for you to experience the until. And to surmise the until, how would you do that? For surmise, those, like the until? The until. So Steve taught the series on until, the until. How can you surmise that in a sentence? What would that mean to someone that's watching tonight that doesn't even understand any of this, doesn't understand until? So I think the until um, in my in my life, I think the until are moments and you keep going. And that was another word that was spoken before until you keep going until you reach that until moment. Um, and that until moment, again, is another mark in your life um, that leads you into a promise. But you have to keep going until you can't quit, you can't give up, you can't stop and you it's can't never settle. ending. So yeah. it's an until and that until is a very vast place. It's a place of fertility. It's a place of multiplication. It's a place of fulfillment of the promise. So all of you have been promised by the Father. You have promises that are just for you. Amen. And so those promises, we, we kind of encapsulate that in, in the word until. So the key to the until is the do-over. Yes. And without the do-over, we will never reach the until. I'm going to say that again. The key to the until is the do-over. And without the do-over, we will never reach the until. And this is the part that Yahweh opened to me on Saturday. And um, it was very unexpected. I wasn't looking for it. I just wanted to spend time with him. And I began to read my notes. And for those of you who are in relationship with me, you know that I have had, uh, for the last year, encounters with John the Baptist. And he was sent to train and to unlock things and to show me things. Now, that might sound freaky to some of you, but it's not. It's actually an amazing gift, and I receive it as such. But I'm not getting into that tonight. I was rehearsing my time and some of the things that he's opened to me. And in my research, he would give me things and then I would research them. And there was a certain scientist that I was following and he was the only American ever to go to this part of the world. Um, and I wish I remember the name of, of the town or where it is, but it's over by the Red Sea, I know that for sure. And he wrote a statement and I was reading along and I saw the Red Sea is fed by the waters of the Gulf of Aden. This waterway is the most important in the world as it is used to transport the world's oil supply. And I wanted to keep reading and Holy Spirit said, read it again. So I read it again. The Red Sea is fed 
by the waters of the Gulf of Aden. And this waterway is the most important in the world as it is used to transport the world's oil supply. So right here, let me just tell you what I'm doing by the Spirit tonight. I am exposing the pathway yes. that is between the do-over and the until. Yes. And I believe that there are probably so many revelations and facets to this that I don't even know, but you might. And that's what I'm hoping tonight, that you'll chat. Please let us know you're there and um, ask questions along the way. You will not interrupt our train of thought. We have come tonight to commune with you. So I just want to rehearse that. So back to the Red Sea. Those of you who have walked with us understand that we see things differently. And when we see a word, we go into that word. We don't just take it at face value. So immediately, as I read this 5,000 times, because Holy Spirit said, read it again, read it again, read it again. And I did. And then as I did, different words began to really pop out at me. And the first one was red. So red um, is recognized by the Jewish people as salvation has come. And it was necessary for atonement. That's why they would kill the animals. Those of you with Jewish heritage understand that. Those of you who have studied Christianity and the history, you understand the sacrificing of animals until Yeshua the Christ came and shed his blood. But that red signified salvation has come. Um, and I wrote on this board, I don't know if you can see it. Can you see it okay, Kaylee, back here? If I can come over here, I can kind of stand and show. So the Red Sea, and we can take a picture or maybe even zoom in. This is just for your reference. Um, it's like a road map, really, for me. But the Red Sea also, the red signifies ruby. And ruby I'm, and I cannot get into this tonight, but Ruby is a trading floor that was given to us. And we have gone into Ruby and we have learned about Ruby. And Ruby also is the seven. Those that have birthdays in July, your birthstone is the Ruby. So seven is very significant in Ruby or in red. Seven has to do with the completion of our part of the promise. So like we were saying earlier, all of you have promises, but you don't sit and wait for them to drop out of the sky. There is a requirement. There is a demand on the believer to continue, as Jenny said, to walk, to hear, to see, to take time, to be still. All of that is in the seven. So the Red Sea the ruby, the seven, the completion of our part of the promise, and see, I don't see S-E-A-I-S-E-E. -E. So let me read it from the beginning. In order to see ruby, the completion of our part of the promise. Okay, you with me? Is everybody with me? Do a thumbs up in the chat. Give us thumbs up. Do a up. heart. Do something. Okay, I see you. Okay, good. I don't want to lose anyone. Any questions so far? And I'll pause. Not yet. No questions back there. Okay. And bless our sound team, our media team. They are awesome. Thank you, girls. 
So in order to see the ruby or the completion, in order to see the completion of our part of the promise, right? In order to do that, there are some things that we need to understand. And I saw that. I see all of this in this one statement. The Red Sea is fed by the waters of the Gulf of Aden. Holy Spirit said, look up Aden. And I found that Aden meant fire. So this completion of his promise, in other words, that your part his promise is yes and amen. <laughs> but your part, the way you access that, the, the, the pathway to that, one of the steps of the pathway of the completion of the promise is fire. Fire is a good thing. And I, I know recently I have been um, involved with some of you, and I have actually witnessed the fire come to you. And... In one situation, the response quickly was glaze over, shut down, I can't do this, this is too hot, this is too hard, I cannot do it. And I went to that lady that I love so much, and I hope you're watching tonight, and I said, you know, that fire is for you. Amen. That fire has been sent to you. And it's through that fire that his promise, the completion of his promise will manifest. It's your choice, but that fire is an open gate. And one thing I've learned about the fire is the only time you get burned is if you hold on to something. So when you, if tonight you are in that first step of this pathway, you're in that first step of the do-over and the fire is hot and you feel like you can't do it, we've come our voice has come to you tonight by the Spirit to say, yes, you can. You are more than able. You are a daughter of Zion. And greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. There is no barrier. There is nothing that can defeat you if you position yourself in Christ, in the fire, and let go of the past. You have to let go. Our God is an all-consuming fire. We are called to be the substance of our Father. Therefore, you should be a fire. Amen? Where you go, you should be starting little fires. All week, last week, I was starting little fires. It was so fun. By the Spirit. By the Spirit. Those of you who don't know me, by the Spirit. It was a good thing. It was for the kingdom. There are things that need to be burned up, and it's great. And fire comes to deliver. It also comes to make fertile. So hear me, <laughs> those of you who feel like you're in a desolate land, and then on top of that, you feel the fire, and it's burning all around you. What happens, and I saw this and witnessed this in Hawaii. Steve and I went, and I noticed that they had the same bushes that we have here in Florida, but their leaves were like 10 times the size of the ones that we have in our yard. And I asked my husband, I said, why is this? We have the same thing hanging on our porch. And he said, it's from the fires, from the volcano. And it causes that soil to be so rich and it has so many nutrients. So you want the fire to come and cause that fertility. Welcome the fire. Amen. Okay. So the Red Sea is fed by the Gulf of Aden. The Red 
Salvation has come, completion of our part of the promise. You will see that by taking the first step, which is the Gulf of Aden or the fire. Do we have any questions on that part? Any questions? Okay. I, I did the back of the board, so let's turn this little thing around. For the second, <laughs> it's kind of like Vanna. <laughs> there you are. Okay. This is so awesome to me because um, it seems like it contradicts, but it doesn't. The Red Sea is fed by the waters of the Gulf of Aden. This waterway is the most important in the world as it is used to transport the world's oil supply. So the Red Sea is fed by the waters of of the Gulf of Aden, that fire, that waterway is the most important in the world. There are three criteria to be a waterway. You are called to be a waterway. Okay, I'm going to tell you that. Here are the three uh, criteria of a waterway. Deep, it has to be deep enough, it has to be wide enough, and there are no barriers. There is nothing that you come up against that you cannot overcome or that you cannot access or that does not become yours. Do you have anything to add I was there? just going to add with the no barriers yes. that that goes back to what we learned a couple weeks ago um, with the liberty. Liberty has been given. There's no barriers. It's deep. It's wide. No barriers. No, um, nothing inhibiting you. That liberty is there. Um, but again, with deep and wide, you have to be very cautious. You have to be careful because um, it can be dangerous. So uh, just be mindful of that. Be mindful. Be aware of all that you've been given access to. But be very careful and be mindful um, and handle it very maturely. Um, and we're capable. We, we are called to this place. Yes, we are. And to me, liberty is all over this. And those of you who um, attended our meeting, was it a couple weeks ago, and we spoke of liberty. Liberty is to be welcomed. Liberty is to be honored. Um, liberty is not to be taken advantage of because liberty can be dangerous, like Jenny said. So it will be taken from you if you can't handle it. But it's for the mature, and you are mature. Those of you who are tuned in tonight, you are mature. You're the hardcore. You've got this. Amen. So this waterway is the most important in the world as it is used to transport. And that word transport really stuck out at me because I thought about the Passover, and I thought about the King's Highway. And so I would like for you to share about that, um, if you will, because I feel like that's a, an important aspect of this pathway. Okay. Bear with me one second. Um, so just a little reminder about the Passover. Um, so those who are marked are those who pass over. Um, when they are marked, the ones that are marked, whether it's by a do-over, whether it's by that maturity, whether it's by um, the willingness to walk on those paths um, and go through that fire, um, there's, there's, again, multiple facets to that. But those who are marked are those who are willing to pass over. They will pass 
over. Passover was a blueprint. The Passover, and then now we pass over. Um, and those that are marked, those are the ones that are called to, that will walk up on to. They will dwell in the King's Highway. The King's Highway was a trade route. Um, it was an extremely important trade route. Um, in scripture, uh, multiple places you can find it. Numbers uh, 21, I believe, is one if you want to check that out. But um, it is. it was a very important trade route in biblical times. And what is amazing about that trade route is in scripture there were moments when in order to pass over on that highway it was ruled over by kings it was a very important very valuable trade route um, and you had to get permission to pass over well we are in a place now where the king who has paid the price who has passed over Yeshua he has made a way for us to pass over all you have to do is that keep going until the do-over be marked. You're marked when you pass over. It's something, um, it is an action that is required. It is something you have to do. You have a part. We're not waiting on um, him to do something. He's not gonna do it for you. Um, so that is, uh, that is my revelation about the Passover. Um, and it was by grace that Yahweh sent his son to prepare a way um, that coincided with the Passover. Um, and Zion, you know, um, Zion is, the, the definition of Zion is literally marked. That is, that is the name, um, and that's a whole other thing, but um, I just, there's, so many, there's so many parts and pieces, but um, so I encourage you to, to do it, do it, do the do-over, do the Passover, be the one that passes over. Um, that's, that's what I have on that. Yeah, that's great, perfect. And the liberty is here um, in order to do it. To pass over. Yeah. Amen. So we, I hope you see that this is what you're called to do. The, and to me, this last part of the sentence, it says, as it is used to transport the world's oil supply. All of these things are what you are called to be and do in the kingdom. And we are called to transport the world's oil supply. Yes. The world. <laughs> is that awesome? So oil is a life force. And I have that on my board. I don't know if you can um, zoom in there, but I have life force. And then in Hebrew, it means shemin. And shemin is oil, fat, fertility. There's fertility again. And why are we talking about fertility? Because Yahweh wants to multiply yes. his goodness in you. He wants to multiply and expand us. So that's why you see fertility all along this pathway from the do-over to the until. And the until to me is a vast place. Yes. It's a place where his promises are made known to you. They've manifest and it continues. It's not the end. There is no end. His kingdom has no end. You go from glory to glory. It's constantly expanding ever expanding. And so with the oil and the shemin, you have fertility, um, seed, you're able to multiply. Yes. And this is what we're called to do. So let me read it again. The Red Sea is fed by the waters of the Gulf of Aden. And this waterway is the most important in the world as it is used to transport the world's oil supply. I hope you heard it differently that time than the first time I read Hallelujah. it to you. 
because the Red Sea, that trading floor, that place, salvation opens right there for you. Salvation is taking you from one place to another. Salvation is every day. Salvation is not a one-time experience. It should be a way of life. So that way of life is that gate in that very first part of that sentence. That gate opens and it's fed by the fire, by your acceptance of the fire, by your acceptance of allowing him to illuminate things in you that need to be changed, to make hard choices. The do-over sometimes is a hard choice. And in the situation that I was telling you earlier about the lady that I witnessed the fire come to her, and I called her and I encouraged her with my voice and I told her, this fire is for you. Do you know the very next week, the whole thing turned around and she had made some hard choices and she had pressed into that fire and it was a beautiful thing. The outcome was a beautiful thing and it was goodness multiplied for her and I just rejoiced and I see it continuing in her and it's not just her, it's all of us. This is not, this is for the kingdom. And this is a pathway for you. And if you're hearing our voice tonight or on a recording or somehow you've stumbled upon this, know that the Father is opening his way of salvation. He's opening that trading floor. He's opening that waterway, that deep place. And it's wide. It's not a small little insignificant time. This is a very deep, wide, vast place that he is calling you to. And there are no barriers. There is nothing that is impossible. There are no barriers. You can walk through this. You can walk through the fire with the fire. Become the fire with ease. Because he, that's a promise. I hope you hear that. That's a promise. That's another gateway along our pathway. Then our, then our next pathway is the Passover. There are some things you have to pass over. You have to make a choice to pass over from one place to the next. If you get stuck, and you can, you are welcome to stay in salvation. You can stay in the doorway if you want. You can stay in the fire if you want. You can stay in the water if you want. You can stay on the bridge if you want. He gave us the bridge. The 2-6 is active, ladies, and we know that. The bridge has been here for a long time. So this way of passing over is a very important gate that you have to go through, and we can't do it together. It's every man for himself in that respect. You have to make your own choice. You're not being forced. Yahweh is not saying you must do this, but there's an open invitation. But all of this leads to the shemin or to the oil, to the place of the eight. And the eight, and some of you are going to remember this, but with going back to Ruby, the ruby-throated hummingbird, remember that was the only bird that could fly backwards and forwards. It was that ruby-throated hummingbird that John sent to me. And I learned so much from studying that bird as it was always hungry for the sweetest nectar. But the reason why that bird could fly backwards, forwards, navigate those places was because, number one, it was willing to, but number two, because its wings can do a figure eight. And I'm not making that up. This is research. So it, so 
the oil supply has to do with that eight. It has to do with navigating fluidly these places. And we become oil. We become the oil supply. And I'm going to let Jenny share about eight and the oil because I know she's about to bust. Um, go ahead. I'm about to bust. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Y'all are just going to see me bust right now. Um, about to run around. Um, so everything that she has just told you, um, it is it is leading somewhere. We are headed there right now. Um, and we're ready. I want to encourage you with that. We are ready. You are ready. We can do this. We were made for this. Yes. Like we were literally created to do this. Um, so let me encourage you with this. The Hebrew word for oil is shemen, um, which is the root of the Hebrew word for eight. I encourage you ladies, whoever might be watching, write this down. Um, it is the root of the Hebrew word for eight. Eight is a supernatural number and it coincidentally represents infinity. Um, and uh, that figure eight, there it is, uh, moving forwards and backwards, just wherever you need to be at any time at all times. Um, you are not limited. You're not stopped from going any way you need to go. Uh, eight is a representative. And I found that wording interesting. Uh, that was the word Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit when I wrote it down. So I left it because I liked it. Eight is a representative of new beginnings. Um, you only get to a new beginning after a completion. Then here comes the new beginning. And it's, it's always continuing. It never ends. It never, ever ends. Um, beginning can be eternal or infinite because it is always based on your choice. Um, continual change is the key to continual increase. Change becomes wealth in the natural. Think about it. change becomes wealth in the natural and allows the kingdom within you to expand. Um, the word shemin also means fat, as we have just learned. Um, so if seven is complete, the oil and the fat is more. It is more where you're going, where you're heading, what he has promised for you, what he has brought for you, the things that he has for you. It is more than just a natural state of a human substance. It is supernatural. It is spiritual. It is your spirit, spirit man that is clothed in this flesh. But we are not limited by that. We are not limited by just getting to a certain point and stopping. We always have the choice to go beyond. Um, in the holy temple, the menorah had seven candles um, and was always kept lit with olive oil. The Hebrew word for oil holds the number eight. So I want you to get this. This part's really important. Seven candlesticks hold the oil. We have the supply of oil. We are the owners of the oil. He has given us the oil. We have access to the supply. It is a never ending supply. You never ever run out. Okay. So if it is uh, seven holds the oil and the oil holds the number eight. So the candlestick, which is the one that is willing to complete the until moment, the one that is willing to do the, oh, the over, do the do over, the one that is willing to yeah. complete the until yeah. that is the one that owns the oil that has the key to get into the promise because you have to do your part. And that is what the new beginning is waiting for. It is waiting on us. It is waiting on us 
us to do our part. But it's not, it doesn't have to wait on you. Don't make it wait long. You have the liberty and the freedom. You have the waterway to do it. You have the king's highway to cross over onto it. Um, this is a mystery within the father's perfect design. So seven is complete and it is perfection. You have reached that mature place of that place. Now it is time to pass over into the new beginning. Um, it is a connection and oil is a fatness and a growth, a new beginning, fertility and anointing. It is provision. It is full. It is a readiness. It is an awakening. It is a reflection. It is a response. That is what eight holds within it. That is what the oil holds within it for you. And you're the owner of it. Um, So your choice is very necessary. Your mature choice in this moment is very necessary in order for that promise to be completed and come into fruition and come into its fullness. You don't want part of the promise or a piece of the promise or some of the promise or a little bit of the promise. You want the whole, the complete, the full, the all encompassing promise that he has for you. And it's available. It is ready for you. That's right. Amen. Amen. So I hope that when you think of the do over, it's not a negative thing after hearing this pathway. Amen. That that do-over is necessary for you to reach the until. It's not a rebellious cycle. You're not just doing over and over and over and over, but it's like the Nautilus shell. It's a deeper understanding of the truth, and it's going to lead you on the king's highway (laughs) to go beyond where you have ever been. And I know that this word that we have released tonight, that this pathway that I have been blessed to open and to identify and to illuminate, that if you will go into this and you will study and, and ask Yahweh for yourself, what part of this applies to me? How do I do this? They were talking about red and hummingbirds and oil and water and all this. It made no sense to me. We'll go into those places. And, and there were gates identified tonight. So ask Yahweh, how do I pass through that gate? It's open. You don't need it to open. It's open. How do you position yourself in your do-over to go through these places? How do you do your do-over right? Ask Yahweh. Some of you may think, oh, I have no do-overs. Well, you do. We all do. There are do-overs waiting for you. And it's very, and, and I think that was the one thing that was um, burning in me was that I know Sunday we are now going into another place. And I felt the importance of this do-over series, this do-over word that Steve released in our house, that it was so important that we have revelation of the do-over. Because if we don't, if we skip over it, if we just take it as a few messages that were great and there was like a tree with a little tree coming out of it and that was it, you get no fruit. But if you can go into the do-over and do-over, it's going to lead you to a place of promise fulfilled because you're doing your part of the promise. He's already done his part of the promise. And so tonight we join with you in faith knowing 
that the promises of your God are yes and amen. And regardless of where you are on this pathway, whether you're just entering into the trading floor, whether you're just entering into salvation, if you're in the waterway, if you are coming through the fire, wherever you are on that pathway that goes from the do-over and leads you to the until, wherever you are, you are not alone. And you have found a group of women that are strong in our faith. We are the real deal. Uh, we are raw. <laughs> When we get together once this COVID ends and we're all together and you get to meet the other ladies that sit around these tables, they bring to the table their overflow. And it is a experience that I am, every time I walk away shaking my head thinking, how did this happen? Because the fullness keeps getting more and more and yes the fertility in this room continues to multiply and it's a wonderful thing it's a beautiful thing so i want to open it up real quick here at the end if anyone has questions um i don't have a screen in front of me let's see do we have any questions comments any comments we will yeah. read your yeah. comments lady so please um, we will Can read I say them. One thing while we're waiting. For sure, sure. Um, I just want to encourage anybody. Um, I just remembered uh, something I had written down earlier in the week um, uh, when I was thinking about the do-over. For me, it was very important. Um, I had guidance. I had guidance in the do-over, yeah, yeah. um, and I asked for help. I asked for help in navigating. I um, I didn't want anyone to do it for me. I wanted to do it myself. But um, I just encourage you. I encourage you that um, you know if you're not sure or you're just like, man, how do I do this? Or I know I have a do-over. How do I do this thing? Or maybe what's the next step? Or what's the first step? Um, like Kim was just saying, there is a large group of women uh, that will absolutely surround and help in whatever way with their, um, you know, their knowledge and their wisdom um, and that are more than willing to assist or whatever. But I encourage you, ask for help in navigating the yeah, do-over okay. if you need it. Yeah. Help nav to navigate that do-over. Amen. So I don't see any questions on our end. Do you ladies and, and the media team? No. Okay. So we're going to close um, the service for tonight. Again, we thank you for joining us. We bless you. Those of you who have never physically come to The Rock or joined us on a Thursday night, we welcome you to come through the live stream wherever you are. Wherever you are in the world, please come. We believe. We believe that uh, we are sent to you and you are sent to us. And together, um, we make a difference. So let me lift my voice over you tonight and close this down. Leva rosso la masteve kira la ma resteve kirandolo masirebe kisite shatai. Yahweh, I thank you so much for illuminating this pathway to me and allowing me tonight to share it with others. I honor you. I bless you. We live, Father, to honor you. We live to expand the kingdom. I thank you that your kingdom has come and that your will is being done in the lives of these women and those that have joined us tonight. And I pray, Father, I lift my voice over those women that are struggling, that are stuck in the gate, 
whichever gate they might be stuck in tonight, we release freedom to them. We release the answer. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are helping even now to navigate those steps, to bring the truth. We release the truth tonight. Truth, we send you to go forth and help these ladies so that they can continue on this pathway from the do-over to their until. And we honor you, truth. We thank you, truth, for coming tonight. Thank you, Father, for blessing us and giving us the way. And I thank you for this place. I thank you for this day. I thank you for this time. We honor you time. And we are faithful. Over every moment, we are faithful. We have positioned ourselves in Christ to be the answer. We have positioned ourselves in Christ to declare salvation has come. We thank you for the trade routes. We thank you for all the gifts that you've given us. But most importantly, we thank you for Christ, for sending your son, that he is the way of salvation, that he takes us through every place with such grace, with such mercy, surrounded in truth, full of power. And I thank you that we're successful and that victory is ours. And we bless you. We honor you. And I declare your blessings over everyone that has attended and is listening to this. I declare that your way will be made and that your way will become their way. In Jesus' name, amen. We bless you. Amen.